the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You can take us with you wherever you go with the iHeartTuneIn and Radio.com apps. You can download our own app, 989-THE-ANSWER. Actually, 989-FM, the answer is what you search for in the iTunes and Google Play Store. You can watch the show on Facebook, The Hooli Show, and you can catch the podcast afterward. Go to 989theanswer.com, click on uh, listen, click on shows, find the podcast, and Aaron makes it uh, easily digestible in uh, four segments, uh, each half hour of the program with commercials removed. We have spent a fair amount of time here in the last week talking about a horrendous seminar that the teachers at Hilliard-Davidson High School were forced to endure. Some of them, I'm sure, loved it. I know some of them hated it. And thankfully, one of them recorded it, or at least the second installment of it. For two consecutive Wednesday afternoons, they have what are called developmental seminars. And it's continuing education. And a while ago, Hilliard Schools decided they would have someone from the Kaleidoscope Youth Center where uh, LGBTQ, and I don't remember the rest of the acronym, (laughs) uh, kids, uh, transgender kids, it's a place downtown, well-funded, million dollars a year, big corporations in town give to it, state grants, federal grants given to it. Uh, Kids come and they find a sanctuary. Okay, I don't want any kid to be on the street. I don't want any kid because those kids are vulnerable. Those kids are human traffic. Those kids become drug addicts. Those kids uh, need love, but they need truth as well. They're not getting truth at Kaleidoscope Youth Center, and the teachers at Hilliard-Davidson are decidedly not getting truth when they are forced to listen to this. I have asked Hilliard Schools, Stacy Ratterman, the communications director, that's a Strange name for someone who does not communicate, does not return calls. Were teachers given an opt-out? One of my questions. How much did you pay for the seminar? Another of my questions. How did you come to hire Kaleidoscope? And will there be a dissenting view given in future seminars? Those are reasonable questions, I think. Uh, Hilliard schools will not answer them. If you're a parent, I encourage you to go to the next board meeting and ask those questions. So how bad was this seminar? I can quote from it. I did quote from it. I can't begin to convey it. It has to be heard in the tone that it was given. So here is Amanda, Amanda of Kaleidoscope Youth Center, making a factual statement near the beginning of the seminar, which is not a factual statement at all. See if you agree with her or with me. Is it really gender that's the issue? Or... Is it this challenging idea that, like, I'm telling you that 12-year-olds have this figured out, right? And that we have a responsibility to trust young people 
when they tell us what their experiences are and they tell us, you know, what their identities are. Interesting perspective to be visited upon a room full of teachers, all of whom have attended college, obtained bachelor's degrees, and I think probably a lot of them have obtained master's degrees, which means they have gone through 12 years of education, public or private, and then four more years, university education, and some of them two more years. So we're talking about people who have a, what, 16, 18-year amount of education, and they're being told that on this one thing, this one very complex thing, a person's sexuality, that according to Amanda, 12-year-olds have it all figured out. 12-year-olds have it all figured out. Do 12-year-olds have anything figured out? Do 12-year-olds have math or science or anything figured out? No, that is why we require them to sit in schools and be instructed by adults who have been trained, who have experience and perspective. So call me shocked that somebody in that room didn't stand up and go, excuse me, I find what you just said to be utter nonsense because if 12-year-olds have this figured out, one of the most complex things in life, then they must have everything else figured out and thus there's no need for me to be here as a teacher. What utter nonsense. But this is the straw man on which the whole transgender thing is figured out. 12-year-olds have it figured out. They feel this. They're telling you about their experiences. Do you remember being 12? Do you remember your raging hormones, your awkwardness? The development of your body and what this meant and that meant and why am I feeling this way and my voice suddenly sounds different? And she's telling you 12-year-olds have it figured out. Could there be any statement more ludicrous than that? Yes, there could. And she will get to it eventually. Because here she is talking about something that has existed since the beginning of time that she says does not exist. There is no such thing really as biological sex. There is, but it's complicated. No, it really isn't complicated. It really isn't. Every man who's ever sat outside a waiting room or been in a delivery room has wondered one thing when they hear their child cry. Is it a boy or is it a girl? That's the sex of the child. Everyone who hears the joyous news that you are expecting a child in this modern era of ultrasound and 3D ultrasound, wants to know, is it a boy or is it a girl? Every gender reveal party, which should be a sex reveal party because gender is made-up nonsense, wants to know, pink or blue, what color is the cannon going to be? Make sure you fire it the right way or you might not have any more kids. Boy or girl? But according to Amanda, who thinks... And wants you to believe 12-year-olds have it all figured out. 
There is no such thing as biological sex. Well, there is, but it's complicated. No, it's really not complicated. If it has one kind of biological equipment, it's a boy. If it has another kind of biological equipment, it's a girl. It's been that way since Adam and Eve. It will always be that way. But, of course, this is spouted because, as I've said many times, the ultimate end game is if you can remove the reality of sex, if you can make people question immutable characteristics like their sex, then you deny the existence of a divine creator, an authoritative creator, a sovereign creator. And Amanda is going to prove it to you right here. I think there is a religion piece of this as well. Um, I think the more religious a family is, the less likely you are to see their kids coming out. And there, there are lots of nuances in there. There are lots of specifics that make that more extreme or not at all the case. But in general, right, if a family is more religious, maybe a kid is coming out at school and not at home. Yes, there definitely is a correlation between how religious a family is and whether or not a kid will be deluded into feeling good or uncertain about believing they are some sex other than what they've created because they've been taught that God created them, that God is perfect, that God does not make mistakes, that God has a plan for their life, that he knew them before they were created in their mother's womb, and that he has a purpose for their life, and he has equipped them for that purpose. So yes, Yes, those kids who you are trying to indoctrinate, who you are lying to, who you are trying to groom to your twisted lifestyle where they become dependent upon you and easy to victimize and take advantage of by telling them that the parents who love them enough to tell them the truth, no, you are a boy, no, you are a girl, this will pass. You are trying to steal that young child from that parent. So, yeah, I guess you're right, Amanda. People who know truth don't react well to error and lies. They have an internal mechanism that tells them, this is a lie. I feel uncertain. I don't feel like this is right. I don't feel at peace with this. Because it isn't right. Because you shouldn't be at peace with it because it conflicts with everything that is true and everything you've been taught. We'll have more of this despicable nonsense from this seminar next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Glad to have you be a part of the program. I consider it uh, important to keep you abreast of things happening in our local community that uh, many of the city's media uh, do not talk about. It is a cancelable offense for someone who would work at a local television station or most local radio stations to talk about the evils of transgenderism. Evil, not because... 
the people who are trapped in it are evil, but because the ideology, the grooming, the indoctrination is evil. Uh, This hits home for me. Uh, We have uh, a young lady we've known for years who was from another state who came here, and we could tell from her appearance she had fallen into homosexual lifestyle. Uh, Now she is transitioning. It is heartbreaking to see her um, put herself in for life experiences that I'm afraid will scar her forever. I hope that she returns to the faith that she was raised on and becomes um, a voice that keeps other young people from entering into this lifestyle. It's really twisted when you have people who affirm kids who are in this kind of uh, situation. And it's even worse that our teachers are being encouraged now to encourage kids to explore this lifestyle. This is the case at Hilliard Davidson High School recently where they forced teachers to sit in a quote-unquote developmental seminar on two Wednesday afternoons and listen to this nonsense spouted by a woman named Amanda from the Kaleidoscope Youth Center in downtown Columbus. Uh, Listen to how she glorifies a kid who is confused enough to wonder if being born, born a boy or a girl is how they were intended to live their life. First of all, especially if it's a student, if they're coming out to you, like internally pat yourself on the back because students will not come out if they do not feel like there is some level of trust already there. So if you have students coming out to you, that's great. You are doing a lot of this right already. So there you go. That's a glorification of it. If you can get people to do this, you're doing something right. What about informing the parent? Is this something you've talked about with your parents? No, no, you're supposed to keep this private, according to Amanda. How can I support you? But also, is this information that other people are aware of? We are asking this question because gender identity and sexuality is confidential, private information that belongs to each individual person. You do not ever have to come out to anybody that you don't want to. I don't have the right to out you to anyone. That concept also applies to young people. It applies to every human, okay? This is a safety and security issue. Now, this is an interesting spinning of the revolving door to always benefit transgender activists. Uh, If sexuality, gender is so private, so guarded, not allowed to talk about it, not allowed to ask questions about it, uh, why then does it have to be a defining characteristic that is presented in such a way that if you don't agree with it, then you are demonized? Uh, If you would like to keep it confidential, go ahead and keep it confidential. As I've said before, the difference between someone living a heterosexual lifestyle as they were intended to live it and someone living a homosexual lifestyle or a transgender lifestyle is that someone living a heterosexual lifestyle does not need 
insist and require the approval, the endorsement of others who do not share their lifestyle. Do you see people out holding parades, putting forth symbols, co-opting symbols like rainbows, for instance, to glorify their heterosexuality? Do you hear, as often as you hear homosexual people talk about their uh, sexual practices, heterosexual people doing the same? No, you don't. Do heterosexual people require you to know exactly what they're doing in their bedroom or private spaces and to affirm them in it? No, they don't. But that's not the case with homosexuals, and it's not the case with transgenders. You must, even though she just told you how confidential private, I'm not allowed to ask about it. It is. You have to vociferously approve of it. And if you don't, well, then you will pay a cost for that. There will be a societal pressure brought to bear on you. Maybe the loss of your job. Maybe you'll be labeled transphobic, homophobic. So it is, as is with almost every issue on the left, something that they use a certain way at one instance and a completely different way in another instance. What if a student were to come to a teacher and talk to them about being transgender? Amanda talks about that with the Hilliard-Davidson teachers. So if a student says, no, I'm not out to my parents, I do not feel comfortable sharing with them. I've asked you to use they, them pronouns to describe me, but when you talk to my parents, I need you to use he, him because I'm not out to them. Great, that's what we do. Okay, And that feels hard for a lot of people, but it goes back to that adultism piece that we talked about last week. That, like, when people are uncomfortable with these situations, it's less about homophobia, it's less about transphobia, it's more about our unwillingness as adults to give kids agency over their own identities. Our unwillingness as adults to give kids agency over their identities. Adultism, in case you don't know, is the idea that adults know more than kids, which would be the whole underpinning of Education, would it not be? If adults don't know more than kids, why are the kids in school? Uh, So keep that a secret from their parents. Lie to them. Call them by a plural pronoun when they are a single individual. Wow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.